now. Um, let's talk rugby tackles. News 24 reporting uh, that uh, rugby administrators in South Africa, they're following a larger international trend and international experiment in that in changing the laws of a game when it comes to lowering the height of tackles. Tackles in rugby, of course, responsible for many, most of the concussions in the sport. There is now a move um, to change the height of legal tackles. Some administrators saying that the change is necessary to save the game. Many parents are now saying, no, my kid won't play rugby because of the level of injury. We have also cases in the UK where former professional rugby players taking the administration of their game to court saying that they were not protected enough. So SA Rugby reported by News24 is looking at uh, uh, testing and experimenting with uh, changes to tackle height uh, regulations. John Patricius is a concussion specialist and founder of the South African Sports Concussion Center. Lots of now focus on tackle, tackle techniques, and also tackle heights. There have also been recently been experiments in the club game in England when it comes to uh, where and how players tackle in the game of rugby. South African rugby now following suit, John. Yes, good morning to you. Uh, absolutely right. In contact and collision sports such as rugby, the tackle is the area where most concussions occur. And because a concussion is an injury to the brain, which is as a result of forces that are transmitted through to the brain, if we can prevent those forces from reaching the skull, then the risks of concussion are reduced. So I think it's a proactive step. I think it makes sense in certainly protecting those involved mm. in the collision and probably doesn't change the fabric of the game mm. a lot. In other words, you know, I don't think we're, we're certainly not taking that element out of the game. We're just trying to make it a lot safer. We think that it's the danger to the tackled when we talk about a safer game of rugby when it comes to tackling, but largely regulations are to prevent or to protect the tackler in this case, John? Yeah, look, we're trying to protect both people. I think in this particular case, the ball carrier is significantly protected if you can avoid collisions to the head and neck area. And obviously, it's not just head injuries, neck injuries as well. And there's been huge success in reducing the number of of neck injuries due to law changes in the game. And South Africa has actually led the way in that regard. So, South African rugby has an injury prevention program called BoxMart, which has been hugely successful. And it's largely communication through BoxMart to coaches and referees in, in enforcing these regulations mm. that has achieved this success. So mm. I think worldwide collaboration in this regard will hopefully make a, a big difference at community level. Um, some, and I'm going to use the word purists of the game, say because of the nature and the technique of rugby union. It's very, very different from other contact sports like rugby league or um, NFL, American football. There is a proper technique to tackle. You tackle low with your head as far to the side as possible to avoid a knee 
to their head and that if we concentrate particularly on young young players on the technique of tackle that we won't necessarily be needing new laws to prevent future head injury. Your thoughts on that? So I think both apply. You're quite right that technique is correct. Is, is correct technique is, is going to make a big impact. I would argue that lowering tackle height uh, to below the sternum will achieve both uh, safety and success in terms of tackle efficacy. So there's probably a sweet spot in terms of both efficacy and injury prevention in tackling in a zone between the waist and the sternum or chest bone, which is probably effective in terms of uh, smothering the ball, stealing the ball, and mm. uh, preventing injury. So I, I think it's a good move because for the mm. purists, it doesn't change the fabric of the game. It still encourages that correct technique in collision, which needs to be coached, but at the same time takes, certainly for the ball carrier, the head and neck out of the equation in terms of injury. I'll I'll type in YouTube right now and the the suggested videos. Maybe it's because of my my algorithm, but largely directed towards me. It's rugby's big hits. And it's all about the biggest hits in rugby. And this is how the sport is going. And, you know, there's plenty of competition. It what makes the promo videos. It what gets particularly a growing, I would say, American market into rugby. Uh, that, that's what's being used. Um, oh, is, is the, the advent of professional sports, of televised sports, of marketable sports, not playing the same game when it comes to the responsible game and sport of rugby your thoughts on how the game has been marketed especially if you want to to market to a newer wider global audience and particularly an american audience who are used to those big hits of nfl football of course the issues of head injuries concussions also court cases in the in the US also coming to the fore now in terms of their national game. But how do you see the marketing of the sport of rugby and this need to make rugby safer but also more um appealable to to, to younger players, parents who still want the young boys and girls to play the game of rugby but are concerned about where the big hits, the big tackles are how the, how much that is playing into the sport. So you raise a very good point, and the popularity of the sport of rugby union has never been greater, and there's been an incredible growth, particularly in the women's game. So there's a huge appeal to the game, and part of that appeal is the contact and collision nature. Another part of the appeal is that the game accommodates all shapes and sizes. So you get the sort of short squat stronger um, woman or man who can play at the front row, and then you get the more nimble, lighter players who can play at half-back, etc. So there's a huge attraction to the game in terms of, you know, the type of player that can be involved. Uh, and then I think the collision aspect is, is attractive to, to people as well. So it's a balancing act between marketing those aspects of the game and making it as safe as possible because no one wants to see injury acutely or long-term. And... To their credit, World Rugby has taken a lead in this regard and have put a lot of money into research. We're involved with a very big study at the moment at Curry Cup level where we're looking at safer protocols 
to assess players and going to make the tackle situation that much safer in terms of technique and enforcing the law is part of that. So one has to look at different levels Mm. of the game, both in terms of marketing it, making it attractive and safer, because the safer the game, the more attractive it's going to be across a spectrum of ages and uh, across both sexes. Dr. John Patricius, concussion specialist and founder at the South African Sports Concussion Centre, SA Rugby. Uh, going to be trialing new laws when it comes to tackling regulations. If you're a school coach, if you're a parent, if you play at club rugby, how you feel about these possible changes to the laws governing how we tackle in rugby? 021 446